0: Hi, this is Jesse Chu and Quinn Nguyen, co founders of Paper Talk. Welcome to season four. We're here to share paper flower journeys, engage with makers and artists, support small creative businesses, and chat about our obsessions. Follow along as we give a voice to and
1: nurture a community of paper florists from around the world. We are so grateful that you're here. Make sure to hit subscribe and consider supporting us by writing a review. Hello everybody and welcome to another
0: episode of Paper Talk. Today we have two amazing guests with us. We have Yang Liu
1: and Anna Chidit. Hello girls. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so wonderful to see the both of you. It's been more than a minute since we last seen you and I think this is the first time Jesse actually have seen Yang in video. Yeah. <laughs> We're meeting
0: virtually <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> in
1: person. Air quotes. <laughs> yes. But today we really wanted to talk to Yang and Anna about Yang First digital magazine called Duplet. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen it? Drop in the comments below. We want to know if you've already purchased. I have. And it's absolutely beautiful, Yang. My huge applause to you. It's so well done. Oh, thank you. Very stylistic. It just fits you to the T. So, oh, you. <laughs> you. <laughs> so, so our question to you is tell us how this all got started. Yeah, it's actually interesting because Duplet actually
2: came out really organically. So I had been teaching live Zoom classes during the pandemic. And as part of those classes, I was putting together little templates, notes for the students. I just think for myself, when I was attending, you know, live Zoom classes or art or cookies or whatever, I didn't really enjoy the idea of having to go back through a video recording to find, oh, just that one thing that I forgot Mm -hmm. about or that one thing that I just want to look up. So for me, it made sense to just create, you know, a little guide or something for students to reference after class. And I think in sort of creating those, it sort of made sense to me at some point where I was like, "Hmm, maybe I could make a little zine out of it you know just something where i could put in the tutorials especially for folks who couldn't necessarily attend my live classes either because of time zone or just you know their busy schedules and sort of just end up creating a lovely little zine uh, for folks i love that that's yeah i love how it came like you said,
0: it came out organically. Yes. Yeah. What was, I I guess I'm just curious because Mm. it doesn't come out organically from everyone.
2: (laughs) So just even the idea of putting
0: together, you know, a digital magazine, how does that fit into your
2: background, into your life, into your art? (laughs) So I guess this is slightly unfair, but I usually have more ideas than I can execute. (laughs) Um, um, Welcome to the club. Me, it's more like trying to rein myself back a little bit and decide like what to do and sort of focus I'm also an Aries so Anna knows that I'm very like heads first
3: impatient like she's always thinking about <laughs> job, job. Like lots of she's ideas job, exactly. yeah she's like she's um, full of ideas she's all action and I love that about her <laughs> that I, kind I, of energy is awesome it. yeah yeah it's awesome yeah so I think your point, sometimes people have creative blocks,
2: or even I will sometimes get in a rut of thinking along this same path. Mm -hmm. And I actually think for me, what works is just taking a step back from work and sort of like, go take a walk do some yoga, like chill for a bit, go do mm-hmm. something different, like go, oh, yeah. maybe it's something t- totally not art related. And I find that also really helped. Mm,
0: interesting. Mm.
2: So Anna is part of the first issue of yes, your
0: yes. magazine. <laughs> yeah. So how did, was that just a natural
3: <laughs> it seems like a natural yeah, collaboration. I, it's kind of like talking to
2: each other all the time. Right. And I yeah. was like, hey, hey, love that.
3: Can, can I interview you for yeah. <laughs> <Hey, I need laughs> <pieces>. Come on. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, well, I mean, we are always like chatting about like work, about ideas. And when she told me about the zin idea, I was like, oh, this is cool. This is this is actually great. This is this is amazing. Like, <laughs> go for it. Like, do it. And then a couple months later, she was like, oh, can I interview you for my <laughs> my first issue? And I was like, of course. Of <laughs> course. <laughs> like, 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 I'm so honored. And Yeah, it was like, I don't know. I think it was like kind of like natural way to go Mm -hmm. you know I mean if I can be supportive I will be supportive because it's such a good idea she's Mm -hmm. a great artist she's an awesome like designer although she won't admit it (laughs) (laughs) she is when she showed me the the first like layout that she was doing I was like wow wow this is this is great this is like this is next level this is like yeah you 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 are like elevating the art in a way that like I was never being able to think like you think and to translate that in a ways so professional, like so elevated. It was oh, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. It was like a beautiful wow, magazine. This is great. Yeah. It's yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I just want to
2: say I definitely took a lot of inspiration from magazines that I enjoy reading in terms of like layout and Good know, what's interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Like during the pandemic I started picking up Monocle magazine and some mm-hmm. of their layouts were just super beautiful and I was like oh wow I never really thought about doing something like this Mm -hmm. and yeah so do you do all of it in InDesign? No so you're going to be a little surprised but I did it all in Canva and I used and (laughs) which is a lot easier to put together Mm -hmm. yeah I played around with InDesign but I'm not I know I I think for me I'm very uh like, I kind of want to get in and just make something mm-hmm. rather than spend a lot of time learning a at- just to make something. Yeah. Especially because I, you know, I just wanted to do this for. And I wasn't really planning to make some really, you know, big end product. Yeah. But yeah, I did the layout in Canva. There's actually a lot of ready-made Canva templates out there on the internet, both, you know, free templates, um, paid templates. And I think, you know, looking at those and then sort of mm-hmm. combining with, okay, what are the pieces I have to work with, say, Anna's artwork? You know, I would sort of just try and figure out layout-wise, you know, what what would look good Mm -hmm. Uh, and really show off her work as much as possible. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, of course. (laughs) <laughs> and also, I mean, like I had done some, you know, side work before in terms of like just designing some very simple book covers for people. So I was sort of like comfortable enough with doing layouts to sort of do uh, the zine. But if you're like not as comfortable, I mean, it, uh, during sort of the research phase of this project, I realized like you can hire a layout designer. You don't have to do layout if you don't yeah, enjoy that's layout. Sure. Yeah, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: It's amazing how a lot of Things like we have so many tools at our fingertips nowadays to really DIY a lot of things. But at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. it really does. I mean, you've got the tools, but yes, and like you said, it's kind of like it doesn't necessarily like it doesn't really matter, you know, how complicated or how powerful that tool is, as long as you have an idea in your mind, like what do you want the end product to be? And kind of like use what you have, use what you need to use, Mm -hmm. and you can still create this beautiful product regardless, because you have yes. other skills that can kind of <laughs> elevate, elevate it. But yeah, I mean, a lot of it is your photography too. It's very much in line, I think, with the style of your magazine. You know, you've kind of carried over your photography style into the magazine, you know, that more minimalistic, you know, look, yeah. clean, very modern. And I know exactly what magazines you're talking about because those ones are They're very, they always evoke a certain feeling in me. Yeah. Like it's yeah. very strong feel, like, a very strong mm-hmm. aesthetic but it like is able to really evoke something in you and I yeah. love that you're able to carry that not just in your photography but in the design the ultimate design of your magazine too so I think it's yeah great job oh thank you. You. <laughs> so beautifully
1: designed I I'm, love your aesthetic
0: I, yeah I'm like really into talking about layout because I'm a half trained graphic designer and layout is also (laughs) my thing. And so like when I see something that is a little off, I'm like, oh, but when I see something that I'm like, you know what? Aesthetically, like it's like Mm -hmm. to the point. I'm always like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yes, it's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. How often do you plan to release the magazine? And no pressure. Just curious. curious. Yeah. I
2: mean, I I honestly did the project for fun and I will say that it 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 also took at least probably two months longer than I expected. So mm, I probably worked on it for around five months. Granted, not full time working on it. So for me, my guess is the next issue, I'm kind of aiming for winter of 2021, 2022 Mm -hmm. as sort of the next sort of standalone issue. I think I can maybe tease that I'll probably... I mean, I I don't know if people understood it when they saw the first issue, but I meant to bled to kind of be almost like a travel journey as well. So, you know, the first issue I kind of started, of course, in Shanghai, the place of my birth. And for me, I kind of want Doublet to, you know, visit different cities. Mm. And I want to be Mm. able to bring in both laurels and food from those locations. So I'll probably have a bit of a French flair in my Mm. next issue. Mm. Mm. And I'm still working on it, (laughs) (laughs)
0: We well, I, love that. I mean, Yeah, I, no, I love that. It's like telling a story, you know, like kind of linked up, but in a different. What do you call it? You're using a different medium
1: to tell that story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's really awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> How about you, Anna? What's up in your horizon? Oh yeah, about me. Well,
3: <laughs> well, um, I'm still like taking time to develop my skills. Because I still can like work and be paid for my work because my visa here in the US doesn't allow it. But I do have a book in my horizon. Yay. Is gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be, yeah, it's Yeah, it's gonna be released in Brazil. Of course, it's gonna be in Portuguese. It's gonna be to the Brazilian market, and it's probably gonna be out on September this year. Hopefully, Yay. yeah, so later yeah. this month. <laughs> (laughs) So as soon as I have like the right date and like, Everything lined up. I would like to you girls know, and probably gonna announce on my my Instagram account. Yeah, yeah so That's it. Mm. All
1: right, I'm gonna give a tip to everybody that's listening. If you get a copy of this Brazilian tutorial paper book, flower book. Is, <laughs> th- thank you. Tutorial paper flower. <laughs> so many tutorials <laughs> in my head right now, but <laughs> this amazing, beautiful paper flower book. If you have an Apple phone, the new iOS that's been released. If you. T- go to your camera and you click on this button I forget which button but it will translate everything for you like, from, yeah, or, yeah. it's oh, wow. amazing and yeah. of course if you have a pixel it does that too <laughs> but it's a great way to get it in English even if <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> don't <Yeah. laughs> go buy your book is what I'm
3: saying <laughs> how was that process Anna it was fun I really enjoyed it I learned a lot along the way it was kind of painful sometimes I'm not gonna lie <laughs> but (laughs) Yeah, I learned a lot and I learned like a lot about like photography and I kind of like elevated my my skills and like my (laughs) way of like styling and photographing and shooting the, the step by steps it was like a huge thing for me mm-hmm. and i i am kind of grateful for that project because i learned a lot mm-hmm. and the hard thing to for me was like organize my ideas on how to do the projects the flowers the plants Cause I, I always like, I do everything, like I just do it, you know, <laughs> never yeah. th- actually think about it or like measure things. Or so it was like, that was the painful part. Tedious. <laughs> that, that was like the, the thing that I was like, oh my God, how am I going to do it? But since I found my way to, to organize my ideas and then the thing just was like a good flow, you mm-hmm. know? like mm-hmm. I had like a method to yeah. follow. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, That was
3: good. So young, don't worry because you already know what you're doing. So now it's <laughs> going to be way easier. To the so because you already know what you're doing, you, you know, the format, you know yeah. what you have to do. It's, now it's kind of easier. Every time I think about a flower or something, I was like, I'm like, I need to write down what I'm doing because it's going to be useful in the future. Yeah. So every time I do something new now, I kind of you have like, a system. I have a system. <laughs> I <definitely laughs> have a system. It's <laughs> so important. It's important. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. So you took all the photos yourself. Was that challenging? Too, yeah. Did you use did. your Fuji? Uh, yeah, I used uh, the Fuji. Like my, my precious Fuji here. <laughs> yeah, I used it, and I finally I I bought a, a tripod, a good mm-hmm. one that ha, ha, have like an arm that extended, yes. it and that was like so useful. It was a game changer. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Can and, which uh, tripod? that you purchase? oh uh, good question i don't know the name but i i can i can tell your girls like is it called a seamount uh the one i have is a they call it a seamount i don't know why it maybe like a c maybe maybe i i'm not sure i just like i don't actually it was like bruno was like doing the research my husband was doing the research and i was like because i'm very slow I take everything in consideration. I, it would take me months to decide. <laughs> but fortunately, I have Bruno in my life and he's way more like proactive than I am. And then he was like, <laughs> no, this good one is Debbie. <laughs> yeah, yay for good partners. And he's also an Aries. So he's... Yeah, just like hands me. On that. Yeah, just like yeah. He, he wants to, to see the thing done, you know? Yeah. Like, let's do it. So yeah, he was like the responsible for like choosing most of my my gear while shooting the, the book and I'm okay. so grateful for him because it would take me so long to design.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Libra. I,
3: I take everything in consideration like all the time, every time. Like, yeah, it takes me a while. And, but the rest of the, the the things that I use, it was like very, very simple, like just cardboards and like cardstock, nothing fancy. I just mm-hmm. like had a huge window. So I used like natural light and that was a challenge because after sep- September, October, you kind of have like a small window with good mm. light to shoot yeah. so I was shooting yes. like inside so I was like oh my god I'm running out of time and I, I had to I had to be a little bit of- <laughs> <You're like laughs> and the light changed so fast so I would yeah. like wake up like very early in the morning and set everything up and sometimes I would like let everything set up in my, my living room for like weeks and, <laughs> and I, I, I'm I'm very blessed because I have two cats that are like <laughs> the best cats ever they wouldn't touch anything <laughs> oh that's awesome. like, oh, no, yeah. she, she needs that <laughs> they are so well behaved like I'm I'm very lucky for the two cats that I have I <laughs> <laughs> think most cats would be like clawing at it like looking very out. curious <laughs> yeah but not not my cats that's impressive <laughs> they were like very good cats like very good like coworkers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's wonderful <laughs> so yeah that, it, it, it was fun and I learned a lot along mm-hmm. the way and then I but I I am not gonna have like any I mean I'm gonna have an opinion on the layout but the editor she's responsible for like everything in the book so I trust her. <laughs> That's She's good. good. She's also yes. a designer, so I trust her like hundred percent. So yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm so happy for you. It's hard, right? <laughs> yeah. As artists, we like kind of control freaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of right. I- I'm learning. to let something go like to to let other people control some things that I am not able to. Like Mm. Bruno always it's always like giving his opinion because he's also a designer. So I have an art director at home, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Although he won't admit it, but he's very good at it. He's very good at point out like the things that I have to improve or the direction I'm thinking of going. And he's like, oh, you should do this and experiment with that mm-hmm. and i'm like okay okay let's do it sometimes i take it personally sometimes yeah. a little bit of like tears along <laughs> the way but well i'm learning give and take relationship Yeah, but, yeah like, but no 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 hard feelings like no no i already like this is business and this is our relationship as a couple so we can't like yeah. separate things yeah. we learn how mm-hmm. to do it and it works It works. It's very helpful. Yeah, Yeah. it's It's so cool that both of you guys like to
0: experiment so much. Mm -hmm. You know, with different whether it's different ways of taking your photos, or different flowers, or objects, or fruit, or food, and even you know, Yang. I mean, just looking at your website, you've got many different things going. Yeah. And so tell us a little bit about that. Sorry, I'm switching gears, Anna. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Okay, moving on. <laughs> <That's the way. laughs> yeah, I'm just fascinated by, you know, the way that you're branching out or you have not just now, mm. right? Obviously, yeah. but you've yeah. been doing that slowly, branching out, you know, at, through your paper flower journey, even branching out to different things other than just, you know, selling what you're making. So mm. tell us a little bit behind about your thought process behind
2: that. Yeah, I. I. I think to me, I sort of think of all of the sort of new branches, like the zine, the NFTs that I've been selling, classes. To me, like they are all different sort of venues for your art. Right. So and I think it's sort of for me, it's like just. Expressing myself in a different way and a different Mm -hmm. format besides just on social media. I think the one thing that I struggle with with social media, and I'm sure many of you do as well, is the lifetime of your image that you might have taken hours and maybe days to create is so short. It might last a day or two and then... Mm -hmm. After that, like people just scroll on, yeah, you know. Yes. Um, or Instagram doesn't even share it. Nobody <laughs> or even sees Instagram it. doesn't even share it. Like only a third of your followers yeah. even not see even. it. It's <laughs> or not even a third. Yeah, exactly. ten you know, kind percent. Of like, <laughs> like, what's so that's going on? Much time on this. Yeah, <laughs> um, true. Yeah, so I think for me, sort of like that love hate relationship with social media mm-hmm. probably has encouraged me to think about just other venues and ways to present my art and also like just partially the the desire to show my art in a larger format besides kind of like the tiny squares that we see on our phones for me having the zine was sort of a way like oh okay I can create something that people will interact with in a much slower way hopefully like they'll go back to it hopefully they'll look at it on a much larger screen (laughs) or with NFTs I know that okay people who buy NFTs some of them are in interested in some in something they can display on a digital green in their house, kind of mm-hmm. like framed up as art, or they will actually print out the work. And so for me, it's like another form of expression mm-hmm. of my art to go into different venues and different ways of sort of like expressing. Sort of
0: like breaking away from that as a traditional artist gallery yeah. kind of setting, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Where yeah. only how many people see it and who goes in there. And I yeah. mean, as much as galleries say they market the work, but they market it to a specific market only. Yes. So yeah, I've been thinking about yeah. that a lot lately too.
2: Yeah. I mean, I work with a gallery in San Francisco. And although it is a really beautiful gallery, I one of the downsides is... I don't really get to interact with that audience very much at all, especially with the pandemic when, you know, they weren't really hosting any sort of like artist receptions anymore, which was Mm -hmm. sort of like the fun part of like a gallery opening. It's like an artist reception and you get to like invite (laughs) all your friends and yeah. hang out and yeah. chill. So yeah, I think I sort of agree with with galleries, like it's great that you can see your work in a, a beautiful setting designed to hold art and show off art, but you kind of lose some some of the audience interaction, which mm-hmm. I mean, to me is like really fun just to see people's reactions and sort of like talk about the work. Yeah, for sure. And also, I think nowadays, like you the
0: people who are interested in what you do extends beyond the traditional idea of who goes to a gallery, right?
2: Oh, yeah, for, for sure. Yeah, the audience is very different. I will say, like, for example, with the Bled, I noticed like the audience is much more international than I expected. I saw people downloading from South Korea, Belgium, oh. India, Spain, you know, people who I might never reach with a live mm-hmm. Zoom class. Mm-hmm. I could reach with doublet and, you know, with a gallery, especially in San Francisco. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's almost like the people who like live in San Francisco yeah. probably go <laughs> to that gallery. Yes. <laughs> and I wouldn't expect anybody else to really go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: It's like tied down by location, really. Very mm-hmm. much so, yeah the very local local location it's so interesting i mean seeing the possibilities nowadays for artists and i think you're you're like i i think you're right in saying like well (laughs) the two by two square like it's so small it is yeah are there other ways for people to experience our art that doesn't isn't restricted by just that that small space that's Mm -hmm. a really interesting way to kind of think about how you might want to reach out in other other ways or have your art displayed in other ways or whatnot.
1: Yeah. That's a really interesting way of Thinking yeah. I want to say, COVID definitely opened new doors for people to be more digital and to go across borders, especially international borders, yes. because people couldn't travel. So there was many new apps and different ways of seeing each other digitally and meeting each other digitally. I think that was a really great way to actually publish your magazine this way because people were so much more receptive to it.
3: Yeah. For
2: sure. Yeah, I to be honest, in the beginning, I thought I was going to do a print magazine. Format, mm-hmm. but then I realized how hard print is and starting and the cost associated with it as well. Um, cost wise, like there's there's definitely print-on-demand places that are quite mm. inexpensive, but I did. Find they're quite difficult, at least for me to work with. Maybe if you're like a super, and this is one of those things where I think you should sort of play to your strengths. If you love InDesign and you already know how to deal with print, like, yeah, totally. Like go, go make a print. Yeah, yeah print.
3: Uh, it's a little tricky. It's a little tricky. Yeah. yeah. And so
2: at the end, I was kind of like, you know what? I, I just really want to publish this. And mm-hmm. okay, like if it's going to be digital, it will be just be digital. Yeah. 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 I think you reach more people that, honestly, I think it's like as
0: much as, I mean, we we love paper. So I'm sure we all love paper, like (laughs) books, right, Anna? So yes. But I think at the same time, it's like if you're a one person shop and you're not quite sure where this is going, I think yeah. digital, I think you, it makes sense to go digital yes. first. And it's then it's very if there low is, risk. Yeah. yeah. Low risk, low overhead. It's something that you're able to just do on Canva and just yeah. create this beautiful, like, beautiful thing zine, as yeah. you said, beautiful thing <laughs> yeah. that people yeah. can so easily access without yeah. like thinking about it. Cause then you got to deal with like, as a buyer, we have to think about well, how much do I have to pay for that, and then for shipping, and then how long is it going to take, and then you on the, your end is going to have to, have to you know, there are <laughs> many, yeah, there's in, so much yeah. more investment, not only money but time, like you yeah, said, storage, like sto- to storage, storage it, like, it's like, not print on yeah. demand, yeah, <laughs> yes. storage, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the runs right, like if you actually are doing it, if it's not print on demand, and that like the yeah. runs like it's a there are minimums on that right Yeah. so yeah and then learning you know InDesign I used to I used to be editor another. of a school <laughs> newspaper and like I remember having to set up the template for it every single like week and then have it rendered like it's a pain, it it's, a pain. It's, it's a pain it's a pain we would sit yes. there for I don't know how long this is only for like a 20 page newsletter we would sit oh, there wow. for hours waiting for this oh, thing to just like render itself render. And, yeah. and then you have to send it off and then yeah like publishers have requirements they have certain things that you need to do and not so I can only imagine like that's a huge undertaking Mm -hmm. but I mean it'd be really cool I have to say it'd be really cool if at one day it does happen to be like in print it would be I don't know if that would be the ultimate goal but that'd be so cool it's just the whole idea of for me, my idea with prints is like, well, we're, we're making paper and you're printing it on paper. And <laughs> especially like, you know what I mean? It's just <laughs> a I totally on. understand what you <laughs> mean. Yeah. Paper, it is, it paper, yeah. paper. Like, is that cool? Yes.
1: yes. <laughs> Yeah, no,
3: no, I, I mean,
2: I, I'm obsessed with like stationery. <laughs> yeah, I, I think there's definitely this affinity with paper. But yeah, I think if I did a print edition in the future, I would probably hire someone. <laughs> here, here, here sleep, please convert this into a print. Oh, <laughs>
0: yeah. no, totally understand. I mean, like, because your first love is, I, I don't know,
2: is your first love making? Making, right?
1: It's yeah, I making. think
2: it's making because... Yeah. Like, it's always like oh wow creating this is so much fun it like it to me it kind of like feels like play I love how in some sense it's like so simplistic right you're just it's just paper and glue and <laughs> you know there's a lot of nostalgia that comes up with sort of like making stuff with your mm-hmm. hands and mm-hmm. yes. um, that I think as adults like we sort of lose that sort of tactileness mm-hmm. so I, yeah I, I totally love paper art. Because of that reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah I think definitely. we all like fell back in love with that kind of yeah. need after yeah. you know, all of us obviously have different backgrounds, but all of us also mm-hmm. had different careers as well, doing yes. different yeah. things. And like mm-hmm. after years of doing something where you're just sitting in front of a computer or you're just talking to people, but you you do yeah. lose that kind of back to like, yeah, the physical aspect of of our lives. Physical interaction. Interaction. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, physical yeah. interaction. yeah. Right. Yeah. Knowing that if I did this, this will change. Like I can directly influence something. Like that, I think, is something that, yeah, you're right. We totally lose it through our adulthood. And it's like mm-hmm. it's as if it's normal, you know, but it's for kids and it's not for adults. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully we get back to that. But yeah, and you're still working, right? You still have a full-time job? Um,
2: I actually quit my corporate finance job. In, uh, in really in sure. I, um, awesome. <laughs> uh, I, I did it. Welcome really to the club.
3: Do- yes. to I the club.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: I um you know, I think I think actually a lot of people are going through this. Is the pandemic kind of changed changed our relationship with corporate work. Mm -hmm. And I think it also like super increased and intensified the stress of doing a corporate job. You know, there were benefits of sort of like, oh, no, now I don't have to commute. But I think there was something where not having in-person interaction at work, like I I think it just made things very stressful. There there wasn't sort of the downtimes, you know, sort Mm -hmm. of like, oh, yeah, you know, we get to chill out in the lunchroom or I meet someone in the hallway that I haven't seen for a while, and we get to chat. And I mm-hmm. think <laughs> missing that social aspect, yeah. it kind of has made a lot of people sort of reevaluate their relationship to work and their job.
0: Did you realize that what you liked about it was those types of interactions and then not having that? Does it, Quest? Do you, did you ever question like, oh, like, why am I doing this at like at home, surrounded by all these beautiful things? And yet day in and day out, I'm still doing something for, I don't know, someone else? Yes, <laughs> doing, the, doing, mean, grind.
1: I, doing the grind. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of us miss that aspect. I wouldn't say that I went into work solely for the social aspect. Of course but- not. Yeah. It was like a huge especially because I really liked my coworkers, like it was a it was a huge plus for me to be like, Oh yeah, my bestie is working in that department over there and you know, I get to see her every day. And yeah, I, I think also like just with the pandemic, it kind of forces you to think about your priorities really quickly because it's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. look, if the world is just <laughs> gonna <laughs> die and are <laughs> <Everyone's> gonna turn into <laughs> zombies, who's do doing <laughs> you know, it's like every yes, exactly. <laughs> (laughs) like is the virus going to mutate and all of a sudden we go I'm sort of werewolf out. Yeah, Yeah. And I I think that kind of like encouraged, you know, I I think I was probably already on that path, but it probably like for a lot of people, like just accelerated things in terms Mm -hmm. of decisions.
0: Probably a turning point for a lot of people considering their life had really been turned
2: upside down. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I love that you're now a 100% paper artist. It's so amazing to see your career just really blossom this year. It's been really amazing seeing all the different things you've been doing and teaching, it's really amazing.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. I, I really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: it's a good it's a good change, I assume. Be able to kind of have more focus on, like you said, your priorities. And it might very well be, you know, your art or, you know, expressing yeah. yourself in different ways.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I think it's also very refreshing to be able to wear a lot of hats. I actually think that's also a very interesting part of being in sort of the paper art business is I think a lot of folks sort of think, oh, you just make paper flowers all day but actually nope. no you're like nine <laughs> marketing your you you own know? exactly. you yeah, <laughs> you're yeah, that's for, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and i think that be actually interesting for me mm-hmm. it you know what i think I think it depends on the person. Yeah, oh, yes.
0: definitely. You know, some people are very much like oh, I just want to do the, the the paper flowers. But yeah, I mean, like some other aspects are actually surprisingly interesting. Like I never thought I would be a marketer. I remember like one of my friends; she does like marketing she, for like a, a lot of big companies. And I remember thinking, why would you want to do that? <laughs> but like now that I'm doing, like I'm in it. I'm like, this is so cool. Like you could be creative in so many ways, you know, in different ways. It kind of forces your mind to be creative outside of paper flowers, but in a different way. And I think that like as a creative person, I think you can find ways to be creative in so in in different, you know, different aspects or different industries and still find that kind of rewarding. So Yeah. yeah, I think you're totally right. The different hats we wear. I think it's I think it is really interesting. So part of it is being the entrepreneur part too, yeah. not for everyone, but it can have surprisingly it's exciting. I don't know about you, but like when I was working for <laughs> the wrong the wrong industry it wasn't exciting doing the marketing it wasn't exciting trying to build my business but when I started doing yeah paper art that was when it actually became interesting doing the marketing thinking about it in that creative way and I think there's just something different about doing something that you feel passionate about that is different and you from, have
2: direct ownership over yes everything
0: yeah that's right the direct ownership I think makes a huge difference it's yeah it's so different but mm-hmm. I'm so happy to hear I mean oh, thank you. I don't want to say you look happier but because I haven't seen you. <laughs> I, see, I didn't see you like two years ago. She does look happier. She does look can I can you tell. Know, right? I yeah.
3: can tell. <laughs> I that was a, a great, a great change in her life. She's, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to say it, but yeah, yeah. You, you, You look happier. You look like oh, you are like alive, relaxed alive, and energy, yeah. energized. Yeah,
1: energized. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> speaking of passion, I want to put it to you ladies. What platform are you passionate about these days that you just love being on? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> this,
3: this is, this is going to sound a little bit like weird, but I still like Instagram very much. Although there's a lot of like change of directions that they're doing. like, mm-hmm. But I still, I still like it and I still use it a lot. I still think it's a great like display for artists and a lot of people that are starting their own business. I still think it's a very good and powerful tool if you know how to use it in your favor. So yeah, Instagram for me is Still one of the the biggest ones. And yeah, you just have to adapt. Mm-hmm. I mean. It's yes. it's like life. It's <laughs> yes. constantly changing. Just wait, like, just go for it. Just just do it. Just get out of your comfort zone. And, yeah, like, I just, love that. Yeah, keep yeah. evolving because yeah, you evolve, keep evolving. Exactly. Yeah, don't, don't, you'll, don't you'll sit you'll down continue. and complain about it. Just keep yes. evolving. <laughs> work with it. <laughs> work, with work with it. That. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. How
2: about you, Yang? Yeah, I'm gonna say something a little different. <laughs> uh, <laughs> (laughs) I definitely still use Instagram. I I post regularly on Instagram. It is my sort of main social media platform. But I think there's something evolving on Twitter, which I know Mm. is a little surprising because Twitter's been around for a very long time. And it's not a platform that I think a lot of us think of for art. You know, mm-hmm. we might think of, say, TikTok or, or Pinterest instead. But I've noticed, particular for those who are trying to get into the NFT art space, there's a lot of very passionate artists on there right now and collectors mm-hmm. of digital art. And I think what I found really interesting is I'm actually having real conversations, not just, you know, like, oh, I send something out and people like it or or mm-hmm. that sort of thing, but actual in-depth conversations questions with people about art. And so I I actually think there's something developing a very interesting on Twitter right now. So I sort of divide my time between Instagram and Twitter at this point.
1: Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah I love I that. Twitter account. Now
3: now I'm <laughs> curious. Yeah, now I'm curious. To take <laughs> <that>. <laughs> yeah. You should
1: totally sign up. There's a lot of really great information on there. I haven't used yeah. it in a while, but you're definitely perking my interest again to hop back on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more and, and, in the yeah. food realm on Twitter than I am on the art realm.
2: Food is also really great. I mean, it's something yeah. so universal that sort of brings us all together. I also want to say just, you know, in terms of non-social media platforms, just something to think about since this season is about passive income is to maybe think about coffee, F I for digital goods. And I think what I've I've actually really loved about coffee compared to I think I've previously been on Etsy is that there's no <laughs> listing fee, guys. Like, oh, That's wow. oh. Stop me! It's like literally, even if you don't have a website, you could just create a coffee in like. Mm, I would say I could probably do it in half an hour if I were really <laughs> going <laughs> um, so for it. For other people, like an hour. <laughs> for other people, maybe an hour. Uh, yeah, and, um, yeah, it's great. So, uh, just another thing to think about if you're thinking about passive income and yeah. maybe you don't want to do a full-blown website. You could create a little coffee bit. Yeah. I love that.
1: And link it to your Instagram account. <laughs> and link <laughs> it to your Instagram account. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That was a great suggestion. Yeah. How about you, Jesse, since we're starting a new series? So we're changing it up for season four. <laughs> and then we're changing asking- it my <laughs> god. Yep. So Instead of asking people what their favorite drink and movie, we're switching it up to ask them about their favorite social media platform. And so that's the question we'll be asking every single guest this season. So I'll <laughs> turn the mic over to Jesse.
3: <laughs> I
1: don't use many of them.
0: <laughs> uh, Because I don't have a lot of time. So yeah, I mean, my go-to is Instagram, but it's changed so much as well that, you know, I just, I honestly post like once a week if I'm lucky. Mm -hmm. And I know I have to like get on this like video reels, whatever bandwagon, but I just don't. (laughs) But you know, it actually takes like time and thought. (laughs) into Yes, it does. does. And then for someone like me who I'm like, I curate a lot of my content other than in my stories. You can see my kids and all that. But like in my post, I'm so particular about it. I just haven't had the time to like invest in that. So I just still post images, but I have noticed that Instagram does not prioritize them. And so Anna, Mm -hmm. I know I got to work with that. I just got to deal with it. (laughs) I know. And I noticed just because of the numbers. It is a numbers game. So that's fine. That's my own fault. No, I don't really have anything. I honestly don't. I'm really, I'm not on TikTok because I don't have time to add another one to my list. (laughs) I'm barely on Pinterest, but Pinterest, I have to say, like the ones that I pinned from like three or four years ago, are amazing. Like they're mm-hmm. I have crazy like followers and crazy like number of views, yeah, it's amazing. So, it's snowballs. So, it's a long game. And then what's the only other social pla- other social media platform Facebook, Facebook. Ugh, Barely. <laughs> 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 I just push but she's things there. I just push things there, you know, automatically from my blogs, from my Instagram. I have to say, my goal this year though is to do a facelift on my website and that mm-hmm. has everything to do with a changing of my direction in my brand and in my company. And so that's something that I do encourage people to do. You don't all have to have websites, but like if your website isn't necessarily um, communicating everything that you're doing or it's not communicating in a good way, then you probably should change it up. So that's that's what I look into. I mean, I swear every like two years I change my my website provider because yeah. 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 I'm that attracted yeah. to something else because something else offers better. Usually mm-hmm. it's aesthetics, better aesthetics or it's mm-hmm. easier to mm-hmm. use or something. Yeah, so I I do that every two, three years. So I think this it's due again. So yes. this summer I'm gonna work on that because I want to be more clear in terms of what my offerings are. It's
2: kind of like when Just I Just out up- of curiosity, what platform do you use? for hosting your website? So right now are, I'm on... Like, are you on Square, Squarespace, WordPress? Yeah. So right now I'm
0: on Squarespace and I had moved from WordPress on a pro photo website, which is great for photographers. It's like, it was one of the few WordPress, WordPress, like, it's kind of a theme, but it's not, mm-hmm. you know, that was one of the few at the beginning and back in like 2015 when they actually had more of a drag and drop, but it wasn't really drag and drop, but it was a just mm-hmm. a nicer back end. So now I'm looking into show it because mm-hmm. of the, ease of putting everything together and the thing is nowadays there's so many drag and drop like options for WordPress and WordPress is so powerful in terms of SEO and you know the selling platform too so that's what I'm considering shifting to because I'm I don't know. I'm I'm a little bit, you know, after a couple of years, I just want to facelift the Squarespace after they changed to 7.1. I'm Mm -hmm. not as much of a fan. I'm on 7.0. So I'm on the old Mm -hmm. templates, but because they're not doing anything new to it, it's kind of stale. So, Mm -hmm. and I don't want to go to 7.1. Paper Talk is hosted on 7.1 and. Oh, interesting. There's I haven't moved to 7.1 either. I'm on
2: Squarespace as well. I don't
0: love the fact that everything's you can change the overall theme and overall colors and i'm sure that's great but i find it so limiting in terms of that but that's it I always recommend people go to Squarespace like it always because I think you can't go wrong with a negative space. I'm a huge negative space person. So like I think the templates and stuff are great for people who if you don't want to you don't have to learn a whole new program. Mm -hmm. It's so quick to pick up and you can't go wrong with the spacing they already have. I think Mm -hmm. usually when people go to Wix the problem is the spacing like they just the templates are not great (laughs) then (laughs) like everything's it's just the templates are not great. So if you don't start with templates that have already a generally pleasing Aesthetic it element. It's yeah. really hard if you it's don't hard. know what you're yeah. doing to you make have to it do look a lot good. So Squarespace generally has very good spaces. If you just like replace things, your website is going to look pretty decent. But I think I'm I'm ready to move on to something that's a little bit more sophisticated and what it looks like. So that's why I'm looking at other things. And some of the websites out there by show it have been like top notch. Mm-hmm. Just I'm just saying like Jenna Kutcher's, some artists who teach. And provide other revenue streams. They've been using Show It a lot because of Mm -hmm. the possibilities of dividing up their brand in ways that are clear to the person, to the the visitor. They've been able to do do. it really, really well in a way that looks a little bit different from like a just plain like photography site where it's just portfolio, investment, experience, and that's Mm -hmm. it. They've been able to really provide templated pages that are really user-friendly, I would say. So when you go in, Mm. it's everything set out very well in terms of the eye and and all that. So anyways, I know like every couple of years, designs change all the time, you know, in terms of what people are looking for and what's considered good design and what's trending and stuff. But so far, the ones that I have looked at have been, for me... I think it will fit really well when I'm trying to push it to be more clear that I also teach because I have not promoted that at all. Like it's like somewhere Mm. hidden in my website. (laughs) So I want to make sure that people know there's two of me, right? There's my making and then there's my teaching. Teaching And Mm -hmm. And so having facelift of my website which actually yeah. looks like also changing up some of the navigation and the site structure. I think it's a real, yeah, it's good practice because your business mm. changes like all the time. So, yes. anyways, yes. my long-winded co- answer is, yeah, I don't <laughs> see website. I don't know
1: because <laughs> people still go
0: to your website, right? Like, yeah. I, I went yeah. to yeah. Anna's, and yeah. like yeah. that yeah. tells me so much more about you than your Instagram page because oh, you for can, sure. can share your brand and your aesthetic so yeah. much more. And like just seeing You're your photos be distracted, distracted, yeah, your photos other people, It's <laughs> Like this experience, like you're talking about, the experience is so yeah. different. I'm yeah. like, I'm it's an experience. I'm like subsumed in all these images, and mm-hmm. and even the way that you take me from page to page tells me a lot about what your priorities are. Like you can tell your story the way you want, and I can yeah. follow along. Versus Instagram, yeah. like you said, it's like so partitioned out. You don't see every single post, and ch- chances are, in your post, it's so like it's just hard to tell a story in a way that is cohesive where people are still hooked in the next time you post. So, yeah, I mean, you don't have to have a website, but I think like, you know, if you can invest in one, yeah, I definitely think that that that's my go-to every time I think about rebranding. It's never like my social media. It's always like, you know, I got to work on my website.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That was (laughs) a
0: long-winded
1: answer. (laughs) 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 That's really great. Well, thank you so much to both of you being on the podcast. We really enjoy talking to you and we love having you back all the time. We have to do a few more because as we were doing the pre-conversation of doing this podcast, we're like, oh, we need to have you back to talk about this and that. (sighs) And so (laughs) it's so much fun. You guys have so much to share. (laughs) Yeah, so much to share. So thank you so much for elevating our community even more by producing this amazing digital magazine and a new book coming
3: out. I Mm. love that we're trying our to community. enlarge our community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Oh, of
2: course.
3: It's yeah. always such a pleasure. <laughs> I know
0: Quinn probably has to like cut out some of our laughter sometimes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Have to shorten it. Yeah. It's like ha oh, ha
3: ha. Okay. <laughs> you got two haws. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> two haws. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <No hot, hot.
1: laughs> All right, you guys. Tune in for next week. We're going to drop another podcast coming soon. Jesse and I would like to. Personally thank the following patrons for supporting our podcast, Paper Talk. We could not have done it without the support of the following people Eileen Lim, Aurea Van White, Wendy McDowell, Jennifer Desplantes, Robin, Bonnie Slipper, Laura Wheelie, Martha Tokus, Kirsten Fisher, Veronica, Ina, and Linda Drysdale. We deeply appreciate and thank you for your continuous support and for helping making Paper Talk podcasts be heard around the world. Please consider a donation to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com backslash paper talk, or leave a review of our podcast on your favorite podcast listening app. Thank you.